So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have a phenomenal show lined up for you tonight. I cannot wait because the one and only Michael Chu is here. We finally got him on the show. I mean, it was like crawling over broken glass for miles. We finally got him. He's an amazing young man. I can't wait to introduce you to him because he is in an industry that I used to be in and I still have a great passion for it. And I cannot wait for him to share his brilliance with you. And this is what this show is all about. The Mind Body Business Show is literally all about bringing on successful, highly successful entrepreneurs from all over the world, just like Michael Chu, so that when I ask them the questions and you take the notes, you can then simply take those notes and put them into action and model someone else who has achieved a high level of success like Michael Chu. It's all about taking that wonderful integrity-based shortcut to success rather than try to figure out all on your own because we've all been there. If you've ever, if you've been in business for any strength, uh, length of time, most likely you have fallen prey to, I can do it, I can do it all. And the ego gets in the way. And then you realize, man, this is a struggle. And then you find out really the secret is to model others who have already achieved success because look, it's been done before many times. <laughs> There's no need to reinvent the wheel and spend 10 years of achieving success instead of maybe two or three. And so that is what the purpose of the show is. It's so, I get to share these amazing individuals with you so you can achieve success faster and get to that finish line of what you define success to be in a quicker manner so that you can serve more people and help more people and make a greater impact on the, on the world. And that's the Mind Body Business Show in a nutshell. It's about what I call the three pillars of success. And yeah, you probably guessed it's the three names of the show, three words. And what it is, is I studied for a period about 10 years, only successful people. And what I found were th these three elements kept bubbling to the top. They were a common theme amongst successful business people, mind being mindset. And to a person, these successful individuals had a very powerful, positive, yet most importantly, flexible mindset. And then body. Oh, man, this one's right down the middle. This one's perfect because Michael Chu is on body is literally that these successful individuals took care of themselves physically and nutritionally. And Michael Chu is going to talk a little bit about that tonight. I cannot wait for that part. And then business. Business is so multifaceted. These individuals had mastered the skill sets, which are many, that are required to build and scale a successful business. Skill sets like marketing, team building, systematizing, leadership, I could go on for some time. The good news though, is you personally, and not one of you, has to master every single one of those skill sets yourself. In fact, if you just mastered one of those skill sets, in fact, it was one that I just rattled off a moment ago, then you can literally leverage that skill set to bring in other people who have the skill sets you that you may not 
currently have or maybe never will have developed because it takes time to master anything. And that one skill set, if you just master that one skill set, it is a skill set of leadership. And you might say, Brian, I don't have a team yet. That's all right. Master leading yourself first. It all starts with you. Start on it now. Act as if you are the employee of the company and lead yourself. Give your, make, it, make it so that you are disciplined. Establish a wonderful culture for your business before you bring on that first person if you don't have anybody yet. Leadership is the key. Then you can bring in those that have mastered those skill sets that you have yet to. And now you can build a thriving business so much faster. So much faster. All right. Speaking of very successful people and the habits that they have, what I found also is that to a person, they are also very avid readers of books. And with that, I want to very quickly uh, seg go into a little segue I like to call bookmarks. Here we go. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Yes, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. And real quick, a quick note, please, for yourself, when you hear these resources, these web addresses, write them down instead of clicking away and checking them out while the show's going on because the magic happens in the room. I've spoken from stage many times, and I know when the great stuff is coming up that's going to impact them. And sometimes I would see someone get up and leave the room because that all-important text came in or they just had to go to the restroom at that moment. So for you now, just stay focused and intent on what Michael Chu is saying during the show and write everything down and then go visit it after the show is over. All right. That's my soapbox moment. And I'm stepping on down from it right now. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com is a website that I had my team develop with you specifically in mind. I know that sounds a little cheesy, but I just realized the importance of books, of reading them uh, about 11 years ago. I was about the age of 47, so now you're all doing the math, and uh, I did not read anything, hardly anything at all, until about the age of 47, and then I came across this magical app called Audible and realized, oh, it's only because I don't like reading with my eyeballs. I love listening, and so I started avidly, quote-unquote, reading books, and I began noting which ones had a profound impact either on my business or my personal life, or even both. And I started cataloging them here on this website. So these are just here to give you something to say, hey, that's one I haven't read. That one speaks to me. Just go get it. And you don't have to get it from this website. This is not here for making money. This is here for giving you the resources you need to become successful. If you click the buy here button, it goes to an Amazon uh, website anyway. And yeah, we'll make a few pennies, literally. And that's not what this is about. So. Go get it wherever you love to get your books. It doesn't matter where. Just find that one next read and then come back and get the next one because now you have a resource where these books are vetted by at least one other successful entrepreneur. So the odds of you not wasting your time are greatly increased. And speaking of increasing, not wasting time, let's stop wasting any more time and let's bring on the man of the hour himself, shall we? Michael Chu is coming on now. It's time for the Guest Expert Spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. Yes, and there he is, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one. It is the only Michael Chu. Oh, what's up, Brian? Thanks for having me, man. Oh, man. 
literally man it took a while to get you on we had a little mix up some time ago months ago probably yeah i'm very excited to have you on thank you for coming out with your you know busy schedule i understand you just just dropped in landed not too long ago back home in austin texas so glad you made it safely first and foremost and uh before we jump in i got a little bit of housekeeping to take care of and then we'll we'll get right into it so the big insider secrets you see that nice uh, oh i always point the wrong way it's up there i've been doing this for like three years and i still point the wrong way can you believe that it's up there the big insider secrets if you're watching live on the mind body, mind body business show you can see that on the upper right of your screen it's a red and white stamp looking thing if you're not watching it live well perhaps write this down the mind body business show.com i said it slow on purpose it's a long one the mind body business show.com Go there, click on any of the buttons where it says where and how to watch and just register to be notified the next time we air live. That way you can come on and engage with us, ask questions, make comments, and we'll put your name in lights throughout the show. We'd love to have you on. The Big Insider Secrets, they are sponsoring this show and they are enabling us for anyone watching live. Here's another reason to come on live. Anyone watching live will get the opportunity to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort in locations all over the world. You can pick the location of your choice. It is an amazing, amazing giveaway. And you must be on watching live to the end, and I'll reveal how you can enter to win that at the very end of the show or very near the end. And then a couple more, and then we're going to really dive deep with Mr. Michael Chu. Absolutely. So if you're struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming, and you want a lot of the processes maybe done for you while still enabling you to put on a high quality show, which is very important, and connect with great people like Michael Chu and grow your business all at the same time, then write this down, carpetbombmarketing.com. And then head on over to it after the conclusion of tonight's show. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And you can get a free lifetime membership to the Reach Your Peak Club. What is that? Well, your free membership includes instant access to deep discounts on major software, services, and top-shelf training courses you need to run your successful business. So think of it as your entrepreneur discount house. And you'll definitely catapult your business to the next level. So sign up for free. Do this after the show and get you'll get a hotel discount card worth $200 just for joining. It's 100% free and you're getting paid to join. And there's no there's no hitch. There's no there's no there's nothing uh, that we're going to you're not going to get in. And then all of a sudden, oh, they're going to try to sell me on some high ticket item. Nope. It's truly a discount house. We don't charge anything for the membership. Uh, And then once you've gone in there and got your your discount card jump on in, log in, get your deep, deep discount. So write this down after the show, head on over to reachyourpeakclub.com. That's reachyourpeakclub.com. Now we're going to bring back the man of the hour, and that is Michael Chu. That is not me by any stretch. And so Michael Chu, he builds champions through peak performance coaching techniques. He has created five seven-figure businesses over the last 15 years and helps hundreds around the world to find their hidden pockets of power and revenue. There are predictable, scalable, and sustainable systems to success, and today, Michael is here to share them with you. One of the things I got to say, Michael, I can't believe uh, that you're old enough to make that claim. You just don't look (laughs) old enough, and that's probably testimony to how you've taken care of yourself, but man, I'm so happy to have you here. 
Uh, thanks for coming on. Let's ju let's just jump in. Are you ready? I'm ready to rock. Ooh, yeah. So being an entrepreneur, and I know you're in the fitness space. We'll get into that deeper. Um, I it, it can be a difficult ride, especially in the beginning, and arduous and difficult and uh, trying and challenging. And so it takes a special breed to continue foraging and moving forward day in, day out. And for you, when you got up in the morning and you were going through knowing that there was arduous tasks ahead of you each and every day. In fact, I'm sure that's still the case, uh, that there are those days where you know there's going to be things you got to take care of. What is going on in your big, beautiful brain that is keeping you positive and powerful and driven so that you'll push through and keep going day in and day out, week in and week out, month in and month out? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, well, the first thing that comes to mind when, when I hear you say that is that a, a long time ago, I decided that I no longer needed to believe that success had to be arduous, that success had to be have struggles, that success, right? I think a lot of times, I don't know how other people were raised, but for myself, uh, I was raised by two, two sets of grandparents who were dirt poor. Um, they both, you know, they both moved from China, had farms here in, well, had farms in New Jersey. I live in Austin, Texas now. And so, you know, I, I, I was raised with a lot of what I would call lower or middle class uh, thinking. And that's a lot of times beliefs of things like it's, you got to make a lot of sacrifice and there's got to be struggle. I'm not saying that I don't think I have to work hard, but to just believe that being an entrepreneur means waking up every day with a set of arduous tasks that's going to be... The first thing that gets me through the day with positivity is no longer believing that success requires sacrifice or success requires struggle, I guess is the better word. Um, and so that's the first thing. Uh, but the second thing is not focusing on, I remember one of my mentors early on uh, in my career, he simply just, he gave this one piece of advice. He said, instead of asking yourself, what do I have to do today? Which has a very big focus on the tasks. He said, what if you asked, what do I get to create today? What if you ask questions like, who do I get to impact today? Right. And so simply looking at the day uh, with a different set of lenses or a different set of questions about the tasks being tied more to purpose than it is to myself. Right. Um, like being on purpose and off self is an easy way or a simple way I have found uh, to attack the day with energy, um, with focus, without seeing it as a set of, and I use the word arduous, without seeing it as a set of tasks that uh, uh, I'm, I'm believing it's going to be a challenge today. So that's my initial thoughts. I think that's gonna, That's a very powerful way of looking at things. Uh, and I think a lot of people, including yours truly, can take advantage of that whenever those thoughts come into our mind that, oh, what do I have to do? I, I, or I have to do this one task. It's like, I like how you reframed it, you know, and you have that way of saying, well, what do I get to create as a result of doing this today? That That's powerful. And I, I just want to make this point kind of take it home a little bit stronger to everyone listening that what Michael just said is so supremely important. You have no idea if you have not reached a level of success yet. The primary reason I found over and over and over, I've, I've interviewed so many entrepreneurs, uh, yeah. mostly successful ones. The primary reason each and every person has reached that level of success is what is going on between their ears. Yeah. Nothing else. Nothing yeah. else. If you don't get that, if you don't concentrate on your mind first, this is my opinion, and I'm going to ask Michael if it's if it's uh, in alignment. If you don't get your mindset in the proper order, 
then you are going to struggle mightily for a long time until you do. Do you, do you uh, resonate with that at all, Michael? Yeah. I mean, I resonate a ton in two regards. I mean, when I first got into entrepreneurship, again, I was raised by farmers and then my, uh, a lot of my family are teachers. So I share that more for context. I grew up in a small town of like 4,000 people. And so I was raised with a lot of the get a job, pay the bills. Um, and that's a definition of success that was kind of wired within me. So when I got into entrepreneurship, it didn't come naturally. I wasn't raised uh, with a trust fund or, or something of that nature. So becoming successful in the sales or entrepreneur world required me to have to think differently. So I agree with that uh, for sure. It did not come naturally. Um, <laughs> I then went on in my 20s to, to lead three different seven-figure organizations. I, I own two different seven-figure companies today to total out five, but that didn't come naturally, right? I, I had to study and learn how to think differently without a doubt. The second thought I have to that is that um, I think some people can go down the route of mindset being everything. They'll say the phrase like mindset's everything. And I'll tell you, I, I know tons of people that also work their asses off <laughs> with a little bit of uh, not the perfect mindset and are still very successful. And I know a lot of people with a lot of work ethic, but the wrong mind. So I think there's a, there's a fine balance between mindset being important and massive action uh, being backed up with it as well. You started it off pretty quick, Michael. Not very many people get this this early in the show. <laughs> yes, smart bombs, knowledge bombs, bombs of wisdom, all of that. Yeah, thank you for making that clarification about, you know, some just think, well, I'll think and it will become. It's like, no, you got to act too. Yeah. They're, they're, it's, a, it's a double, I shouldn't say double-edged sword, but it's you have to have both. Sure. And there's this this saying that goes around that I have heard for years and years and years. And I finally just said, I am no longer going to say it myself. And it's work smarter, not harder. Sure. I say that I say that's a, that's wrong to me. I mean, working smarter. Yes. I always say work smarter and harder because when you're working smarter, it enables you to work harder easily and effortlessly. Yeah. And so I, I just I like to reframe all this stuff and say, look, it's going to take work. And thank you for clarifying that, uh, yeah. Michael. Yeah, my goodness. And here's the thing. So if you're not really into what you're doing, are you going to work that hard to achieve the results? I mean, what are your thoughts on this whole concept, Michael, of, you know, if someone hasn't picked that one thing they want to do, what are your thoughts on when someone gives the advice of find something you're really passionate about and that you love and, and something that you're good at, of course, but. What do you find the importance level of being really passionate and loving what you do? Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to answer that question and bring it back to something you just said. As far as like finding your passion, I think if we stop focusing so much on finding that one thing as if we're all wired to have one innate magical passion. And I think if we just asked the, a similar question, but under the vein of like, follow what gives you energy. Mm. Because especially early on in our 20s, I mean... It's, it's said in many different contexts that many of us aren't going to really discover our purpose or professional purpose, at least oftentimes until our 30s or 40s anyways. And so I, I think at, at a teenage year, we're being asked to pick a major at college. We're, we're being asked to chase our passions. And I think if we were just to be trained to follow our energy uh, more often, we can find success in what we're doing because... We're not judging it as, is this, like, is this the one? But more importantly, does it give me energy? Because if I can show up every day in the tasks I'm doing and it gives me energy, 
I can learn from it. There's lessons, there's skills. It might not be what I'm going to do for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years of my life, but I can lay a strong foundation. I can develop amazing skills and I can become really good at what I'm doing. But it's hard to get really good at something if you don't at least have energy behind it, if you don't have positive energy behind it. So instead of the passion or purpose conversation, I think if we were talking more about following the energy. That's my thought on that really quickly. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, it's spot on. I mean, I've been, I'm, I'm now 58 myself and I've been down different courses. So, you know, if you get in a ship and you, you start say, or, and you're not moving, you'll, you're never going to be able to right the ship and, and point it in the right direction. If yeah. you're moving, at least you're moving somewhat towards your end goal. You may be a, a little bit off course, but if you are moving, taking action, you can then uh, correct your course and you keep doing this course correction over your life. And I think you're very astute saying that most won't know what it is in their twenties, maybe not even in their thirties. That was true for me as well. And just kept doing the course correction. And then I was just telling you right before the show, I was in a, a similar space as you uh, some time ago and I completely switched into what I'm doing now. And that was another course correction. Yeah. And right now at this time, it's the best uh, focus I've had in my life. The, it's the most fun, the most passionate I've had. Will it be my last? I have no idea. I'm just yeah. going to keep going after it. Like you said, I think if people, I think if people just acknowledge the fact that most of us get energy from two things when we're contributing in some way, shape or form. And when whatever we're doing is causing us to evolve or grow. When you think about a lot of the things that we have had enjoyment or fulfillment doing, we're normally contributing to people or contributing to a community or contributing to a mission. And it's oftentimes challenging us uh, to grow. And when we can get purpose, if we want to use that word, from those two things, am I contributing and am I growing? It doesn't actually matter what we're doing. But I think especially in the Western world, we're so often asked at a young age, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you, right? Instead of being asked, what makes you happy, right? Or what do you want to be? I'm, I'm fortunate that early on in my career, I was taught some of these similar lessons to follow the energy. So it didn't matter if I was building an organization selling kitchen cutlery at one point was one of my first jobs or selling alarm systems or selling solar. I found a ton of purpose or energy, but doing, but did I, when I was 15, was I like one day I'm going to be the greatest knife salesman right, <laughs> or something like that? No, but I was able to attach purpose to it because I found ways to use that as a vehicle to contribute to other people's lives, to challenge me to grow and improve. And that gave me a lot of energy uh, and that gave me a lot of purpose more than just what am I doing? And so, I love yeah. you just the three words, grow and improve that, that right there epitomized everything you just said in my mind is that, you know, if we just looked at what we're doing today as not the destination, but the journey and every day is an opportunity to grow and improve. Uh, that's one of the things that drives entrepreneurs. I find is that, you know, if we were, if you were to hit a glass, if you were to hit the very top, Michael, I mean, that's it. You cannot go, you cannot help another additional person. You right. can't make another dollar more than you're making now. And that's it. There's nothing left. Can't be creative anymore. You just, that's it. You, you just have to, you're stuck there. How would that make you feel? <laughs> to, to clarify, the question is if I couldn't make a single extra dollar, but I had to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, if there was nothing more to look forward to as being, maybe there's another option. Maybe I can tweak this and do it even better. Maybe you, it, it's a very, uh, you know, it's, it's not a real question. It's, but it's, <laughs> yeah. It, 
like what if you reached perfection and there was no farther you could go in the area of improvement or expansion? I think that's where a lot of us find ourselves unfulfilled. <laughs> yes. Right. When we think we have arrived at our destination, when, when the goalpost keeps moving or we think we have arrived, most of the times when we look back, at least from my own experience on the things that were most rewarding, the days that I remember are not winning a national championship. You know, I've won a, a dozen national championships in karate or I've won hall of fame sales trophies or like, to be honest, the, the the awards themselves are rarely the things I look back at and find joy and fulfillment on. What do I remember? I remember two-a-days at basketball camp. I remember, you know, <laughs> practicing uh, and sparring and training till 10, 11 o'clock at night as a 14-year-old. Uh, I remember working 16 hours sometimes, you know, when I first got into entrepreneurship. And so, yeah, I think reaching perfection is where a lot of us find ourselves unfulfilled. It's the journey, it's the progress, it's the evolution uh, that we're most fulfilled. A perfect example to what we're talking about, Brian, is like, do I think I grew up one day saying, I'm going to come guest speak on podcasts. That's going to be my purpose. <laughs> no, but how do I get purpose and how do I get energy after a long day of travel showing up on a show like this tonight? Uh, I find myself before I got on the show saying, who can I impact on the show? I found myself focused on Right. Even if there is one viewer, right? I don't know how many viewers you get, actually. I don't even pay attention to the metrics when I get onto shows. I'm like, if there's one person that I could impact, right? That's the contribution side. And then I ask myself, what can I do to improve how I answer questions, how I show up on shows? So a year from now, if I'm still, you know, guesting on podcasts, then I'm like, wow, look how much better I've gotten. So I focus on the evolution and progress and the contribution. And that in itself brings me energy. If I was sitting here like, I hope I get a client from this. Is this really worth my time? Like, am I going right. to that's not what that's not what gives us energy. Oh, dang, man, you hit you just bullseye right there. That was beautiful. Uh, yeah, that's what a lot of people come into these things doing, you know, thinking I'm here to make it's they they have transactional thinking. Yeah. is where they everything they do they must have some kind of sale or a new client as a result of every action they do and if they don't get it they feel like a failure yeah. and what you just eloquently laid out is really the true way to do it if you want long-term success and that is to continue just to grow you're stacking pebbles and it just happens over time it takes time it can take time but once you have the recipe for success and there are many out there there are many recipes out there i like to say like I've never baked a chocolate cake before, Michael, but if I found five successful recipes, I took one of them, they're all different, and I just followed the directions, I'm pretty confident I could bake a pretty darn good cake. Yeah. The same is true with business and entrepreneurship and success. There are many recipes. If you just find one and follow it to a T, uh, that's the po important part is not go to the shiny objects and keep getting diverted off of the one recipe, then you will find success. And that's why I love having people like Michael on because he has found that level of success and just listen to him. He's not satisfied with where he is today because he's continually improving and learning and growing. Yeah. And that's so he is satisfied with what he's done to this date, but he's always learning and growing to go to the, you know, that's what I love about successful entrepreneurs. They, they reach one goal, we make goals, and then immediately, what's the next thought? Yeah. What's the next one? A little higher. Let's go. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. And it's never oh. about the next goal. Just to chime to that, like, you know, a, a coach of mine early on in my career said, we don't keep setting next level goals just to get more. 
That's going to drain our energy. But mm. we do continue to set next level goals to challenge us to become more, right? Like how will I have to grow to go after this next goal? And I think that's an important mindset about approaching whatever next level goal we're going after. Can, can I speak to the recipe part real quick? Is that cool with you, Brian? Oh, please. Yes. I, I think one of the reasons, and I've now coached thousands of uh, coaches, fit pros, trainers, people that want to build businesses online. Um, the recipe is important. And yet the actual key to success is not finding the perfect recipe. Um, but I think you hit home on something that I want to highlight, and that is following the recipe, whether it's to the T or not, but following the recipe to completion over a long enough period of time. You know, you mentioned the shiny object. I think the the, the worst way to make sure we never succeed at our plan is to keep changing the plan. Yeah. And, and that logically might sound like it makes a lot of sense for most people. But if we really think about it, for ourselves, think about how many people say, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to start following this new plan. Six weeks in, they're like, at Thanksgiving, because by the we're recording the show a week before Thanksgiving, they're home for, you know, they're home for Thanksgiving and their cousin is like, oh, I lost 30 pounds doing this. And you're like, I'm going to try that now, right? And we change the plan altogether. Or how many of us invest in a coach? They say, follow this plan and you'll build a 10K a month, 30K a month business or whatever. And it's all working. And then we see a shiny object. We hear someone on a podcast that says, go do paid ads, go do IG shout outs, go do this strategy. And we veer off of that plan. I think if most people stuck to the recipe with intense focus over a long enough period of time at just about anything that they did, um, they would experience more success at just about anything. And, you know, Brian, I'll close out this point with this. And that's been a huge part of my success. I mean, I started karate when I was three. So it's easy to talk about winning a dozen national karate championships. But I mean, I started at three years old. <laughs> there were many times I wanted to quit at eight and especially 14 and 16 when everybody's partying and you're in high school. There are many times I wanted to quit. Right. Or, or my first business that I took to seven figures. Um, I remember there were like six to eight other people that started that business at the same time with me. By the time I got to seven figures, none of those other people that started at the same time as me were still running that same business. And so a lot of times my success was not about finding the perfect recipe, but was staying focused on that recipe to completion even if it wasn't the perfect recipe, uh, but following through for a long enough period of time to completion. That is a great point. Perseverance and just sticking with it. And yeah, I love that. I like, I like the saying it take, it took me 10 years to become an overnight success, right? Yeah, yeah. That describes the karate uh, journey and it describes the successful business journey that, uh, you know, I think part of, part of that, what plays on a lot of people's minds is, we're in what I call an instant gratification society sure. for the most part. Sure. You know, things are becoming quicker and quicker. So gratification is right there. I mean, I have a Keurig uh, coffee maker. I love it because I don't have to wait very long. And I got a great cup of coffee waiting for me. Sure. Uh, instant food. I hope people aren't actually driving, going through drive throughs uh, Michael <laughs> will have something to say about that, I'm sure. Uh, sure. But, you know, we've become accustomed to getting things quickly. And then we think when it comes to success in business, the same should be true. And that's just not the case. Uh even those that you know, say win the lottery, a lot of those will self-sabotage and, and blow it all because they don't have the right mindset, skill set, anything set up. 
It's about sticking with, you know, getting a recipe. And I like how you said it doesn't have to be perfect, basically, but get something that's at least aiming in the right direction that you, I would get a recipe from someone else who's achieved success, a level of success that you desire to achieve and follow that. And then, like you said, oh, I love it how you said it, intense focus yeah. and focus on it and stick with it. Yeah. That's the biggest key. I mean, I've been doing this show for over three years and I don't have any plan on quitting anytime soon. In fact, a really prominent podcaster slash entrepreneur, Lewis Howes, recommends that if you're going to start a podcast, go for a minimum of three years without fail, no matter what happens. But around five is the sweet spot. Yeah. Five years, unless you're not commit. If you're not committed to do that, you would say, I, I say, don't start one at all. And I'd like, that's great advice, yeah. I, in my opinion. I have a mentor of mine who, in his 30s, is on track. I mean, if he just follows the plan of where he's at right now, will be a billionaire uh, in his 40s. And that's not just hype. Like, he's worth a quarter billion dollars right now in his mid 30s. And he says to me and many of the people he mentors all the time, he said, people would be more successful if they just approached whatever they're pursuing with the mindset of a decade instead of a day, right? Yeah. Like whether it's knocking doors, whether it's starting a business online, whether it's becoming a real estate agent, if they approached it with a path of, I'm gonna build this thing for a decade and then evaluate if it was worth it, then evaluate if it deserved my focus. If you believed in it enough to get started, then get started with the approach that you're going at it for a half a decade, if not a decade. If not, don't even do it for a day uh, type of mentality. I love that. That's great. And I'm going to ask you about mentorship here in just a second. We have some comments coming in. Lorianne Hood is coming to us from lovely South Carolina. Thank I you, love it. Lord. Thank you, Lorianne. Brian Strubhar. I, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but thanks for coming on, Brian. I'm doing great. I love your name and you spell it correctly, too. That's even a bonus. And Joel Solomon, he's going to be on the show coming up soon. Hello from New York. Hello back to you. Uh, I got your book, Joel. Thank you for sending that in. That's the one I showed you just before the show, uh, Michael. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then uh, Lori made a comment about even when Brock, Bob Proctor says you never stop goal setting and also never stop learning or you're as good as dead. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. it's good that people are following, you know, other successful individuals and and internalizing and integrating what they're learning. Now, from you, you you've said the word mentor several times. And I'm just curious for everyone else specifically. How important is it for you to have one or maybe more mentors? And, you know, if people out there are hesitant to invest like actual money into a mentor or a coach, what would you say to them? Well, I mean, I think the simple thing is nobody needs a mentor. I know that's kind of the opposite of what people would expect to hear. Um, need, believing someone needs a mentor is operating as if like you're broken and you can't figure it out on your own. Like some people will figure out, people will live an okay life uh, without a mentor, arguably, right? Uh, but for me, at least, and I can only speak from my own personal experience, if I want to achieve something faster, that's the key, right? With less effort, with less confusion, with less second guessing, right? There's a great quote like, learn from other, you always want to learn from mistakes, but nobody said the mistakes have to be your own, right? Like if I want Ooh. to learn from others' mistakes and expedite the process, or I want to raise the ceiling about what's possible, then I'm going to invest uh, in mentorship. And that's coming from the oldest son of an Asian family uh, with a <laughs> lot of ego, right? And I kind of, I grew up and I share those as background of just like, I totally grew up with the, I can figure it out on my own or Asian stereotype, like 
be frugal, be cheap. Like don't invest in a, right. I totally grew up with all that. Like, I don't need a mentor. I'm not going to invest in that. Why pay for that and type of stuff. But you know, the truth is when my, my first exposure to entrepreneurship, like I shared earlier, it did not come naturally to me. I was a shy kid who initially was just looking for beer and gas money. Uh, I just wanted to make a little extra money. And I grew up with teachers and farmers as most of my family. And so uh, I, I was not exposed to business sales entrepreneurship. And the thing that got me successful in that first venture was mentorship. And it did not come natural to me. Um, I, I, I lost money early on in, in some of my first ventures. I was struggling. I wasn't doing great. But mentorship... Uh, is the thing that got me there. So that's the first thing that helped me get to seven figures. And then funny enough, uh, 10 years later, I was launching Champ Dev, my company today. And for the first two years, I was like, I can figure this out on my own. I built three different seven figure organizations at this point. Of course, I don't need a mentor anymore. Right? I, and guess what? I spent two years making $2,000, two years making $2,000, telling myself with all my ego that I could figure it out uh, on my own. And almost, I guess it's 2022, exactly five years ago, right around this time around the holidays, um, I saw a Facebook Live of some guy who I had never met before online uh, saying that he had this system that took him from barely homeless to a seven-figure online coach. And I reached out and I was like, tell me more. And uh, hesitantly, skeptically, uh, nervous. I, I, I remember putting on a credit card an investment for a mentor to show to follow a system. When I had made 2K in two years, um, I made 2K in the first 60 days. I was at 10K a month within 90 days. I was at 40K a month uh, within six months. And by the end of that first year with a mentor, I was at 80K a month and did seven figures year after. So Rather than me just saying I believe in mentorship, those are my real life examples. And I could tell dozens of them, uh, which is why to this day, um, I still invest in coaching and I still invest in mentorship as I continue to grow and my businesses continue to grow as well. Uh, I so appreciate you uh, and your transparency because that's only going to help anyone who hears your voice to realize, look, it's the ego. That's the only thing holding all of us back that says yeah. I can do this. And it's not a bad thing to have an ego. I don't want people to think, Oh, it's a horrible thing. We all have one. I have one. And it's good that you have the ego to give you the confidence and the boost to push through arduous days, but it's also not good. It's good to recognize when it's time to let that thing go yeah. and, and say, it's not that you need the help. You said that very eloquently that, yeah, you could probably figure it out, but just how much longer, how much is it going to cost Here's the question. How much is it going to cost you not to hire a mentor? Yeah. Like with you, $2,000 <laughs> gets turned into uh, that amount in a very fraction of the time by because of the fact that you invested and then followed. Have you ever noticed, Michael, like if as you're building your business and it's, it's, your, it's your baby, so to speak, right? It's your creation and you've brought in a team and, and then you're looking at ways to market and grow and scale. And then someone else talks to you about their business and you're like, oh, I know this is what you need to do X, Y, Z. And it comes like that. But when you get back to your business, you're like, you're stuck. Yeah. It's like, what is up with that? It's like, it's the most crazy thing. That's another reason I always say it's good to have someone else, whether yeah. you call them a mentor or a, or a, a partner or assistant, an aide, somebody that can give you another set of eyeballs. It's something I've learned to do. Uh, Michael was with my team. I let them create everything with very little input from me. I yeah. wanna see it from their eyes and their lens because they're closer to my client than I am. And they give me a better uh, sense. How, what's your philosophy on all that? 
Well, I mean, I think it's like, I have two little girls, right? It's, it's no different than why do kids not realize that they're growing? But then I'm going to go home for the holidays and, you know, my mom's going to say to one of the girls, oh my gosh, you've gotten so big. The closer we are to it, the harder it is for us to see. And so that's one of the benefits of having another set of eyes and going back to the mentorship thing. It's like, yeah, people might figure it out, but we, we fail oftentimes to stop and address the time that it's costing us. Like, I love the question that sometimes is asked, is a million dollars a lot of money? Right. And if I gave you a million dollars, is that a lot of money? And, and, and most people like knee jerk reaction would say, yeah, yeah. It's, like they kind of question if it's a trick question. But at first they go, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a million dollars. It's a, a good amount of money. Well, if I give you a million dollars all today, is that exciting? Yeah. If I gave you a million dollars, but spread out over 50 years, is that a lot of money? I mean, correct me on the math, but I think that's $20,000 a year. Where I was going, yeah. That's that's below poverty at yeah. twenty thousand dollars a year, right? If I gave it to you over, you know, twenty years, it's fifty grand a year. It's still, you know, just a, right around the average income, right? And so I think when people think about mentorship, it's not just about what one can achieve, but how quickly it's going to take them to get there, so they can move on to the next milestone. Yeah, you might figure it out on your own, but if it took you five years or ten years compared to five months. What is that? Like you said earlier, Brian, what is that costing you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I love it. The theme is basically speed. It's like getting there faster. And we're not saying at the cost of anything else. It's, it's with integrity, with, with intelligence, it's just going to get you to the goal line uh, faster than yeah. if you were to do it on your own. And oh my gosh, with far less, uh, you'll be happier the, during the journey as well. Uh, and I love, I love working with a mentor where you get that, that give and take that ebb and flow and they give you the, you know, it's good to find a. What do you think about this? I like to find a mentor who will give it to me straight. That will give me the truth so that I can grow. I had some amazing mentors when I was speaking on stage, when I first started doing that, that they held nothing back. Sure. They did it with love though. And I knew that they were doing it with love. It didn't feel good when they, they would correct me, give me feedback. Sure. sure. But the next time I went on stage, the results were unbelievably different. And they would say so. And then they'd say, okay, now we have more feedback for him. Like, oh, God. Well, I got to the point where I could not wait to get the feedback because I kept seeing the result. So the feedback hurt at the moment. And that got to the point where I want it now. Sure. Give me more. I, it didn't hurt anymore because I saw the big, the end of the result. Um, is that, does that resonate with you to have that kind of ebb and flow with a mentor or someone that's you're working with, or maybe you're coaching? Yeah. I, I mean, I think everybody likes to be led differently. You know, one of the, mm -hmm. one of my favorite questions our team asks people when we work with any type of client is how do you best like to be supported when things are going really well? And how do you best like to be challenged when things are not going well? Right. Because the reality is, Yes, people like tough love, but Brian, not everybody does. Some people like to be asked the right questions. Some people, when we ask them that question, they say to me, you know, I need you to just give it to me straight. I've had clients say to me, I grew up in the military, right? If, if you're too soft on me when I'm not, when I'm like, when my head's in my, you know what, you're not, I'm not going to get anything done. They, they literally have said, so I'm giving you permission in those moments to cuss at me. To, to be direct with me. And then there's another client who's like, if you cuss at me and, and, and call me names to get me to do things, I'll just ghost you and quit. Right. And so <laughs> to, to answer your question, yes, I think people need tough love, 
and I off and I think people need tough love in a way that resonates and lands uh, with them. I, I think that's that's an important part to create that distinction as far as what people like how people would best be served and how people would best be supported. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, meet people where they're at, how they how you think they might react. And those are great questions to ask when you bring someone on. I, I wrote those down myself. So I was telling everybody to take notes when uh, I started the, the show. And I, I never tell people or recommend people do things that I myself don't do. This is why we're on the show. And that's page one. I'm on page two now. But um, that is uh, amazing that, you know, th this is what happened with me. I was getting the feedback and this was the second or third uh, iteration of it. And that that one particularly was stiff. It was hard. It was between the eyes. And I was this close, Michael, to saying, screw this. I'm done. This I that that wasn't that wasn't warranted. I didn't really need that kind of feedback. Sure. And I'm thinking this as I'm in my hotel room at night going, man, as I'm trying to integrate that feedback that I'm pissed off about. Right. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. And thankfully, you know, my cooler head prevailed and I, I looked at that bigger picture again and said, yeah, but the way I'm growing and what I'm reaching and, and just think, step back, you know what? They're doing this out of love. They're wanting me to improve. They're trying to lift me up, not tear yeah. me down. I reacted as if it was being a tear down. So I, I started looking inward and that's what pulled me out. And from that day forward, it was Katie bar the door. That's like, yeah. look out, here we go. Speak, also, speak, speak. I also want to speak to something you said earlier that sometimes like if someone asked us for advice, we'd be very quick to be able to give advice. But when it's to our own business, like we're so close to it that we struggle. A lot of times I think people think they're investing in a coach for strategy. Hmm. But I believe one of the most valuable things we're investing in a mentor, especially because I think there's a distinction between mentor and coach. A mentor is watch what I've done. Take a look at how I've done it. Right. It's more how I coach hmm. is oftentimes like how to, right? Like, let me ask you questions so we can figure out how to do this. A mentor is like, watch how I did it and just follow. A lot of times what we're investing in with a mentor is not just strategy, but is certainty. Because the reality is there's not one pathway to success, right? Let's go back to losing weight, right? There are tons of people uh, who have lost weight being keto, vegan, paleo, carnivore, this, that, macro counting, et cetera. But you know what doesn't cause someone to get success? Trying six of them at the same time, <laughs> right? Dabbling from, I'm going to be keto for a week. I'm going to be vegan for a month. I'm going to be, that definitely is a recipe to not success. But what will get someone success is saying, yeah, I'm all in with macro counting for two straight years. And so what I think people are investing in that they don't recognize when they invest in a mentor is if this worked for her or this worked for him, I'm going to eliminate all the other options I could focus on. And I'm going to give all of my trust and faith and focus to this one strategy because I have certainty that, hey, I know it works because it's worked for other people. And then what happens when we have certainty and we have clarity? We're not focused on 9,000 options. We have clarity on one focus and we have certainty that it's going to work. What ends up happening? Execution consistently over a long enough period of time and goes back to what we were saying earlier, Brian, that I think more people would succeed at just about anything they're approaching if they just were consistently executing or if they're consistent, if they're executing at a high level consistently over a long enough period of time, because finding strategies is easy. We live in an information world where we could Google 9,000 strategies, but then it leads people to what we call in our community, we call it info beasts right? Like obese, right? Where we're overweight in America and uh -huh. our weight, right? 
Um, but a lot of people are not successful today because we are infobese. We are overconsumed with information, but we are light and lacking in execution. The strategy is easy. The execution's hard. And then even harder is execution consistently over a long enough period of time without changing the plan. And so bringing it back to that, I think if people recognize that that's what they were really investing in is the certainty yeah. to then allow them to take action, that's why people get faster results oftentimes when they have a mentor or a coach. What has been your strategy or approach in your business to let to give people that certainty to know. So what happens when people aren't certain that they, they're going to go through hesitation, they're going to go through resistance and they may not ever pull the, the trigger and do business with you. So for you, what, what are the kind of approaches you use to ensure at a higher level that when they see what you have to offer, that you're providing a level of certainty that they know if they follow Michael Chu, they're going to get the results they came for. Do you have a, a particular way of, of approaching that? Yeah, I think there's a handful of different ways we approach that. I could probably speak to many of them, but I'll, I'll speak to just a few of them. Um, I think the first one is, I said this phrase earlier, and I heard this articulated really well by Alex Hormozzi. So credit to the phrase himself. Um, but I had been doing that. I, I had taught, I had learned this approach from a mentor, and then I heard Alex put it in the phrase, how to versus how I. And so I think the first thing that gives people certainty is that when we're sharing the strategy that we would implore or deploy with somebody is that we're sharing it with them from an angle of how I, not how to, right? How to feels very like soapbox-ish, like do this, do this, right? Um, and it's funny, you could say, these are the seven keys to being healthy. These are the seven keys to, and, and someone's going to argue them. Someone's like, that's not true. I have friends that... But if you, if you taught the same exact seven keys, but said, here's how I did it, it's, it, it's indisputable. You can't argue it. Someone might disagree or not want to do it that way, but you can't argue that that's how I grew my business to seven figures or how I generated a six figure monthly recurring revenue as a baseline in my company or how I right uh, got a six pack in my thirties. I got into better shape in my thirties than I was in my twenties while building businesses, right? Like how I... I think is the first key that gives people certainty because it's like this. Ad. Second thing is as one is sharing their journey, they're not just sharing the highlights. Mm. They're sharing 80% of where they were, what they were struggling with, what doubts they had, then what they learned. Many people would know this as the hero's journey, right? I think too many experts are just like, look at my Lambo, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Look at my million dollars, right? But I think what makes it relatable and give someone else certainty that they can have it too, is not look at my Lambo. I think there's a time and place for that, but is more, hey guys, just five years ago, I was on the verge of divorce. I was at the lowest point of my professional career. I was burnt out from my direct sales businesses. I had made all this money, but I was miserable, right? And I was struggling to grow my business online. I'm no different than where many of you are at. But because I did A, B, C, and D, I then went from 2K a month to 200K a month in less than two years in my online coaching business. And here's how I did it. And so I think how I, and then sharing the journey of how you got there, not just the highlights. And then lastly, number three, you know, at least anytime somebody works with me, 
we only bring people on under what we call the Harvard effect, where everything is by application only because my results that I get other people are my reputation, right? So my results are my reputation. Therefore, I only want to work with the right person at the right time in the right situation, the right type of person at the right time at the right situation. If not, right, I don't want to make an offer. I don't want to work with someone. But if it is the right person at the right time at the right situation, that means I feel certain and Brian, you feel certain that we are a match to work together. So let's get this thing done. Let's get to work. Um, and so that's the third way that we make sure that people are coming in with certainty, that they're not being sold yes. on the fact that they should work with us. We're evaluating together if the game plan that we're going to lay out with somebody is the right fit. We call it the Harvard effect because just because Harvard's the best school in the country, arguably, depending on rankings, doesn't mean a really smart kid doesn't prefer to go to Stanford. Or doesn't prefer mm -hmm. to go to, to, to Princeton or MIT, right? Yeah. It's got to be the right kid at the right fit at the right time. And so that I could go on and on about this topic, but those are three ways that we make sure that when we're mentoring somebody that they have certainty uh, that the plan we're laying out for them is a good fit for them as well. Man, I just look at the clock. So you're good to go another hour, right? <laughs> I go all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love, the, I, I, I love them all. Definitely. I, the number three, I love that one really hit in a great way because that's how it's the same way I finally learned to operate, which was don't move forward unless it is a mutual fit. It must be a win-win. And yeah. the thing is, is if, you know, I always tell people don't, don't bring on a client just because they have a heartbeat and a credit card with room on it. Sure. Because a bad client, a person that they could literally become a cancer to your company, to your business and bring you down with them and make it difficult. Because if, if they're a difficult person, if they're not willing to put in effort, well, that's another thing. A lot of people go into this, Michael, into any business, into any offer and say, well, I'm going to pay you all this money. And so I'm just going to sit back and you do all the work and I'm going to get the results. And that's one thing I think is so important for us as entrepreneurs to, to put that to bed right away and say, I want you to understand, I'm going to show you how you're going to do it though. Yeah. The effort has to be there. I yeah. mean, have you learned from those kind of uh, past uh, clients well, and situations? Well, I, I think it's for any organization I've ever led, right? We've all heard whether it's sports organizations or, or companies, culture will eat strategy for lunch, right? We've heard that phrase before. Yeah. You think about like in, if, if someone's a sports fan watching this, right? Like why can certain players be on a team and it's like that organization can still find ways to lose games. And then <laughs> those similar talented players or sometimes less talented players, don't get me wrong, talent still is needed to win games. John Wooded, right? But can go to a different organization, the Patriots, the Yankees, whatever, right? Uh, and they have a, a winning culture and all of a sudden they're, they're, they're winning games, right? So to answer your question, yes, I have found that. And in my coaching organization, we call it be a champ. We only want to work with people if they're ready to show up like a champ. C for coachable, right? They're not showing up like I know it all. Like they're showing up ready and hungry. They're, they're desiring growth. H, they're showing up hungry and honest about where they're at. They're not pretending like they know it all. They're, they're humble about, hey, right, whatever it is. They're honest about what's working and what's not working. They're not sugarcoating their situation. A, they're ready to be an action taker. M, they're mission focused. We don't want people that just want overnight success. 
overnight results. They're committed to the mission of who they have to become and what they want to create. And P, they're passionate about personal growth. If they don't think they have to grow themselves to grow their situation, they just want to be spoon-fed uh, a magical strategy or spoon-fed <laughs> a weight loss approach, uh, we're probably not the organization for them. However, if somebody is ready to show up those five ways, they're going to be a great fit for our organization. They're going to get incredible results. We're going to change their lives and you know stuff like that. I love it. Jimmy Rizzo agrees. Be a champ. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, I do want to now, since we're getting close to that time, look, it's not a studio where I have to pay studio time. That's one of the beautiful luxuries. If you're okay, go a few minutes over because we do have a, a couple giveaways. But I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk more specifically about what it is you do, who your target market is. We got a good sense from the CHAMP uh, yeah. acronym already. But yeah. more specifically, like who are your, what does your clientele look like? Is it men? Is it women? Certain age groups? Is it corporations? Is it business people only? That kind of thing. And then if you have a success story or two you'd like to share, I'd love to hear that as well. Yeah. I mean, we have, so to answer your question, as far as specific demographics, I care more about the type of person. That's the whole be a champ thing. But we have two main businesses under our company umbrella. One is you already have some strategies to be successful. In fact, you're probably already making good money, whether you're a real estate agent, an entrepreneur, a direct sales leader. But at the cost of making money, you find yourself hustling. You find yourself exhausted. You find yourself married to your work. And it's maybe costing you your health, costing your relationships, your happiness, your energy. Um, in that sense, that community is called the Health and Wealth Academy. And we, through my own journey and the, the system that we've developed, uh, we help direct sales leaders, executives, entrepreneurs get into the best shape of their lives without sacrificing their lifestyle or favorite foods in a direct way that levels up their energy and their confidence to grow their organization and their income. So that's the Health and Wealth Academy. And then on our business consulting side of our company, we work with really two types of coaches or fit pros or health professionals. Uh, and that is at the startup level, we give them the five-part system and how I grew my business from 2K to 20K a month. Uh, in we got to 2K to 20, yeah, in less than four months, my business. Um, and then we work with established coaches who are already at six and seven figures, and we show them how to unlock $250,000 to a million dollars in hidden pockets of revenue. Um, using our LTV method. As far as success stories, I'll be quick, but the Health and Wealth Academy, I think of a high level direct sales leader. Uh, he was at the holidays with his family and his dad said to him, when do you start looking like a man, right? And that kind of inspired him. Like I can make all this money in the world, but if I'm not also taking care of my own confidence um, and this client showed up so coachable, leveled up his physique, leveled up his confidence, leveled up his energy, grew his business to seven figures in his 20s, uh, owns three investment properties and is now on track to be um, a multi eight figure real estate agent and professional. Um, on the coaching side, uh, I think of Bastion Slut or Al Rakek. They came in with already multi seven, even on the verge of eight figure uh, coaching businesses. Uh, Bastion in the span of 10 weeks using the LTV method unlocked $956,000 in hidden pockets of revenue using our LTV method. Alric uh, generated $240,000 in hidden pockets of revenue in his first 30 days uh, using our strategy. Those are more advanced coaches. Uh, and then I think of 
you know, coaches who were struggling to build their business online by themselves. I think of Alex Hansen, right? He's up in the Yukon and was trying to grow his business online and using our methods, grew his business to 20K a month. And then in the last six months, like just this year, has doubled his business from 20K months to 50K months uh, using our methodology. So I could give you hundreds of, but those are just some examples of the types of clients that we work with. Oh, thank you so much. Much appreciated. So um, we have reached that magical time, but we're not done quite yet. And sure. one of the things is, Michael, uh, every show and every entrepreneur I, I interview, I love to ask this one final question because it became very profound. And I just made it my last question of my show uh, going forward. And I've been doing this for a while now, but I realized that the answers to this question were like, wow. And yeah. I thought I'm going to do this with everybody. I'm seeing comments like going crazy. What is going on? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we have a one's going a little. <laughs> I love it. Host StreamYard. Wow. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll move on from that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, positive comments or you got a troll? <laughs> it's a mixture. It's kind of kind of strange. I'm not quite sure yet. So I'm not going to yeah. put my I'm not going to put my energy toward that at this moment. Sure. Um, yeah, I love live broadcasts. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's the wonderful wonderful thing. Uh, and I do. I love them. But, um, so I like to ask that one question before we do that, though. I did promise everyone who stayed with us to the end. And it's, you know, technically the end uh, that <laughs> I would share with them how they can win a five night stay at a five star luxury resort. Compliments again of the Big Insider Secrets. That's my buddy, Jason Nast. You definitely want to enter this. So I'm going to put it up on the screen for those of you watching live. Remember, write this down. And then as soon as we go off the air, go ahead and visit it and enter to win. Sound good? Is it a deal? All right. It's coming up on the screen right now. So what you want to do is write this down. And after the show, go to this URL and enter to win. It's ryp.im forward slash vacation. ryp.im forward slash vacation. Guest experts are eligible to enter as well. Hint, hint, wink, wink, Mr. Chu. ryp.im forward slash vacation. I actually had one do that, uh, just did it for having fun, and they won the ran random draw, and I said, that's pretty awesome. Let's just keep going yeah, with that. That's awesome. I mean, shoot, you you spent your time and energy here. You just as well be uh, thrown in the hat. And then uh, a little birdie told me that this amazing guy right here, Michael Chu, has a couple things, a couple resources for you, and I'd like for you to be able to uh, highlight those, uh, Michael. In any order you want, you let me know, and I'll pull it up on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pr pretty simply anytime I'm on a show and I think the audience might resonate in this uh, niche, but if you're a coach, a fit pro, a course creator um, who is just like in the process of starting your business online, maybe you've been trying to start online for some time, but you haven't gotten it to 5k, 10k a month, etc. Uh, we have, in my opinion, the most dialed in proven launch pad called the online business launch pad. This gives you the exact templates on how to get more hot leads that are wanting to learn from you and then interested in enrolling into your programs. We call it OBL, Online Business Launchpad. Uh, no joke, this could be a $2,000 to $10,000 program that I've seen out there. Um, and it is it could easily be valued at that, um, but you can get in for 99 bucks here. Um, and so that is the uh, Champ Dev OBL, Online Business Launchpad. That's 99 bucks. Uh, get your first or next high ticket online clients in just 21 days. Uh, and it's all backed up with results guarantees. If you don't get results, we give you your money back and pay you for wasting your time. That's how much we believe in that program. Uh, so that is if you're more of a new coach, a new fit pro, 
Uh, and then if you have an established business, you're already at six figures, you're already at 30K, 50K a month, et cetera, or higher, um, we have a gift for you. And that is just go to www.champdev.com backslash free. And we actually have the exact training system that has helped the top 1% of coaches use our LTV method to not just get clients to pay, but to play all out in a way they get amazing results and then stay for years. I mean, our industry, the high ticket coaching industry normally keeps clients for three to four months. We teach people how to retain clients for three to four years in a way that gets them transformative life, uh, life changing results and grows your business by a hundred K to a million dollars. Uh, you can get a free training here of the exact system and how I've done that in my business and hundreds of other coaches at the six and seven and even eight figure level, how we've unlocked hidden pockets of revenue using our LTV method. Um, that's a, just a free gift for any coach who's already somewhat established. My goodness. And, and for those of you watching, listening, please take advantage of this and don't treat it as if it were free. Treat it as if you paid four ninety five or something that might be a pain point for you so that you actually dive in because this what Michael is giving you is what he literally has followed, what he's developed, sure. what he's created, sure. and many have succeeded as a result. It's not just, hey, here's my here's my ebook. Go download it because I ghost wrote it and had someone else. It's not that at all. Yeah, this for credibility, not- Brian, for someone who maybe has not heard of me before, like this is the exact method. When I was growing my business and I was struggling, at the, I made 2K in two years. Then I started to follow a system that got me to seven figures, but I felt stuck at seven figures. It's this method that got us ranked as Inc. 5000's number 548 fastest growing company in America last year um, using this exact method. So for credibility's sake, it's not like I'm just teaching this. This is exactly what took us to multiple seven figures uh, and is on track to take us to an eight-figure company using this exact methodology. Love it. So for our podcast listeners, I'm going to repeat the URLs real quick. www.champdev.com forward slash free. That's the free one, the one we were just talking about a second ago. And then the other one where you can also uh, participate if you're more of a just startup in the health professional realm, if I'm getting that correct, uh, Michael, if I'm not, let me know. You want to go to the web address go.champdev.com forward slash O-B-L, O-B-L, all lowercase O-B-L. And then you can go and take a look at that and see if that is a fit for you as well. My goodness. Speaking of a fit, um, you are a perfect fit for this show and I appreciate you for coming on. I do want to also give you one uh, opportunity to say, is there any other alternate means you would like uh, for people to connect with you? Uh, You know, someone that, that meets the champ model for number one, be sure you're one of those people first. So you don't waste each other's time. And if you don't remember what that was, go back and re-listen to the show, but make sure you match that, uh, the champ model and then reach out to Michael in whatever way he just is going to tell you right now. Yeah. I mean, it, it, reaching out if you're curious about working with us, but even if you just want to follow and stay connected, Instagram's probably the best way. Uh, my handle is Mike two underscores chew chu Mike two underscores chew. Uh, I put out multiple reels a week with value. I put out content for with value. One of my commitments is that uh, the tree, the free trainings, the free content that I put out is arguably more valuable than some of the paid content that you can get out there from the, the quote unquote online gurus. So if you just want to follow me online, uh, that's a great place to start. If you ever want to chat, you can hit me up in the DMS. So, so appreciate that. 
uh, and for a parting, parting, uh, oh, I got that one question. I was going to uh, say, you have to ask the question. Yeah. And uh, the thing about this question, it's, uh, it's very powerful, as I've seen before. But a really cool thing about it, Michael, is there is absolutely no such thing as a wrong answer to this question. It's, uh, it's very unique to you. And it's the exact opposite. The only correct answer is yours because it's unique to you. And the other part of it is however long it takes you to come up with the answer, yours it may become instant. Uh, I'm guessing that's going to be more you, but it doesn't matter. It could take 50 seconds. It doesn't matter. It's your answer. So it doesn't matter. It's, it's the correct answer in any way that it comes out. So with all that buildup, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Michael Chu, how do you define success? <laughs> yeah, it's a... It's a, it's a beautiful question that I believe has probably changed um, for me many times over the years. I laughed because I was earlier this year, my dad passed early this year suddenly. And I think when something like that happens, it causes, at least for me, probably other people as well, uh, to question things. And so it's actually been a big part of my journey this year is uh, I was moving the goalpost a lot. Like I, I, I need X more millions of dollars. Um to be happy, to be successful. Um, so I share that to say that what my answer is today is probably different than the answer I gave, you know, two years ago. And I reserve the right that it might be a different answer uh, 10 years uh, from now. But to me, right now, my definition of success is twofold. Number one, are we doing things that contribute our greatest gifts uh, to society and to the world? And I believe our gifts are oftentimes given in three T's, time, talent, and treasure, right? Um, are we doing things that contribute to the greatest good and challenge us to become our greatest self? So are we contributing to the greatest good? And at the same time, it's done in such a way uh, that is bringing out the greatest good within ourselves, more materially in such a way that leads to a life that allows you to have financial time and personal freedom, personal freedom being an important one uh, that you can not just do what you want, when you want, where you want, but you can also most importantly be uh, who you truly are meant to be because of the life of freedom that you've created. And so that's kind of where I'm at with the, with the word of success right now at this stage of my life. Um, and like I said, it probably was a different answer five years ago. And I reserve the right that that answer might be different uh, two years and five years from now, but that's where I stand around that answer today. Uh, absolutely love that. Yes. And I think you're spot on there as well. I don't know what is going on with that weird, uh, change going on. Let me get rid of that. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that success, what success means to one today isn't necessarily what it was, uh, six months ago, even a year ago. And it, it does change over time. I know this being on the surf a little while longer that, um, your definition changes when you're a kid or you're young and you're growing up. It's when I get that first Lambo or it's something more material, typically. And then as you get older, it becomes more family centric. And then after that, and, and by the way, um, condolences for your father. I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, and, you know, it's all about what's important to us at that moment that defines success. And like you said, it can change at any moment. And you're absolutely right. It does. It, it does for everybody. That is one of the reasons it's such a powerful question. <laughs> because I can have you on another year from now or six months from now, and I'll guarantee you that answer will be slightly different, hmm. at least slightly different. So yeah. fantastic. Michael Chu, you've been an absolute godsend. I appreciate you, my brother, for coming on. It's an honor being here. Oh, 
That is it for this rendition of the Mind Body Business Show. On behalf of the amazing Michael Chu, I'm your host, Brian Kelly. We will be coming back at you again real soon. Actually, we have another one coming up in a couple of days. So be sure to go to themindbodybusinessshow.com, register to get notified live, and come on and engage with us, ask questions, and let's have some fun. And you could be the next winner of that big vacation giveaway. Until then, everyone, please do these two things. One is go out and continue to crush it and serve others. Two, be blessed and enjoy your life. All right, that's it for me. That's it for Michael. Until next time, we will see you again next time. So Thanks, long man. for now. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com.